Freedom Radio. I'm Laura Hedlund, a student of permaculture, a person who knows cheap food is not cheap, and a person who knows we all do better when we all do better. That's a quote from Paul Wellstone, of course. But um, yet, you know, in the Twin Cities in 2021, this was painfully um, um, alive. We know this, that there's a significant racial wealth gap. One of the best ways to reduce this wealth gap is to encourage entrepreneurship of black and BIPOC businesses. And that's what today's Food Freedom Radio is all about. Um, there's going to be a black, up, uh, a, a black is Beautiful local pop-up market on Saturday, June 12th. And joining us now uh, to talk about his business is V. Washington. Hi, welcome to Food Freedom Radio. Hey, how's it going? You know, it's going. I'm, I'm really excited about this event on uh, Saturday the 12th. Yeah, actually, it's, it's pretty actually a uh, pretty cool event overall. Honestly, it's, it gets pretty packed over over time. Yeah, been getting more and more like exposure lately. So, tell us about your business. Okay, so like so I started Vanless Lemonade. Um, I think it's about 2017 or so. Um, the idea behind it really was originally like uh, Dodge's mom. She was basically like really craving lemonade, and we had gone to the Carver County Fair, and I saw this Asian couple. They had me like. 50 bucks in five minutes. And I was like, wow, that's good business, you know? But um, at the time, I was, I was working, like, I was in IT. I was working really busy. I was working, like, long-hour shifts. And, like, and my daughter's coming, too. I'm thinking to myself, man, I want to create something so that, you know, when she gets older, we can work together and at least free up my time. And I'm trying to figure out these different businesses. Um, I saw, I remember, like, this couple, again, that had this, you know, had just, just making lemonade had just, you know, had a good business going on. So I was like, let me do this research on the business. And I, I was doing research on the whole lemonade business. Um, I realized that there's somebody actually, he makes, he designs his own lemonade. And I thought lemonade is something very simple. So something hit me where I was thinking to myself, okay, if I'm actually going to do this, what if I could design the best lemonade possible? Like a lemonade so pure, so fresh, so natural, that it hits you in every single sip. It's like this paradise sip every time. And so as I was trying to figure it out, I basically like just kind of came up with this formula. And then my buddy tried it. He's like, yo, what is this? And somebody else tried it. Like, what is this? And it became this thing where, okay, so I dialed it back. And now I've got this point where now it's like, this is all natural lemonade with a hint of vanilla bean inside. But everything is 100% real. Even the vanilla bean is actually real as well. So then this process just grow from going to farmers markets. And now we're in stores and just kind of building into like getting into more and more markets and things like that. But then this growth of just like the last couple of years. Pretty fun overall. That is great. And you studied different cultures, how different cultures made lemonades to arrive at this magical formula for yes. lemonade. It was interesting because I didn't know like all these people make this type of lemonade like, all types of ways. Like in India, they use like a pepper, like a black pepper, whatever it was. And I didn't know like that was a thing. I think they call it a certain type of thing. So I'm just learning all these different cultures because my thing is, if you want to learn something, you want to dive in and see how everybody's doing it first, and then try to figure out, you know you know, which way is going to work for you, but this way you get a better knowledge of what's going around, you know, instead of learning one type of way. That's kind of how I come about things. And then share your um, website because people can buy at the event on Saturday, June 12th, or they can also buy on your website. So what's your website? Oh, yeah, so it's vanlistlemonade.com. And uh, basically how it works, if you want the website, you, basically what we, what we do is we make it fresh. Uh, it's like free delivery as well, so you buy a case and we make it fresh and deliver it to you to at your house uh, now that, con- now that COVID is a bit more lifted, we still do contact free, so you don't have to necessarily be there, but we just drop it off to your house directly if you want to do a fresh free delivery. Or uh, some of the stores, if they're not sold out, they still carry it as well, too. At the event, we do sell at the event as well. So home-delivered fresh lemonade. 
That's yep, what you're offering. That, real that, that sounds really cool. Now, Ken, what's your goal in doing this business? I mean, honestly, it was a holistic approach. So I'm really big on, like, really putting natural things into your body because I feel like if our cells are working at the right levels, one, they can heal themselves, and then two, you know, you basically like your mental and everything you're doing in life in general kind of functions the way it's supposed to. So with water and then lemon, in general, if you look at the properties of what that actually does for you, it's something drastically big, you know. And so basically every ingredient that I add to the lemonade is all alkalinic. So my goal is really to get your cells to work properly while you're drinking it. So it's, I make it seem like it's just lemonade, but it's really it's a bigger picture. But uh, I really want to get people back to the idea of let's actually drink and eat real things instead of constantly processed things inside of our bodies. That's kind of the goal behind it. So our kids grow up doing that as well. And I know I watched, um, I think it was on Shark Tank once. I don't watch much TV, but they're like, oh, I'm going to make this food business so then I can sell it to somebody else so that I can get bigger and bigger and bigger. Is that your objective or do you want to just live with your kid and, and eat healthy food? <laughs> Not just, but live, you know, I mean, create that. I, have, I always kind of keep it part of the secret, but like the secret is, yeah, I really, I'm, I'm originally not from this country. So I'm actually from Liberia originally. I'm actually an immigrant, like a refugee. So like where family came, like ran this country, like honestly, it's like the whole, the legitimate story of like an actual boat, getting to a boat, running away from the war and coming over to the United States. That's kind of like deeper root. So my deeper root about this business is I want to grow at the point we can take it global and establish a, uh, a system in Liberia so we can actually like, you know, help the environment out there too and, the, you know, that type of thing. So the idea is really to be able to grow this to a bigger idea. Um, I don't think I'm even going to entertain the idea of selling until we become global, as I tell everybody in general, because the idea is bigger than just just like just Minnesota, just nationally. The thing is a global approach behind it. And that's why the focus really is on the kids and focus is really on the holistic approach because it's a bigger picture than just lemonade. Just a few more seconds. Anything else you'd like to say? I mean, honestly, I appreciate being on this. And I think that, you know, if you, if you get a chance to try lemonade, definitely give us a review and see what you think. But the goal really was to make the best lemonade on earth. So I really want to know your honest opinion if you get a chance to try some. Awesome. And, and if yeah, people want, want, they can stop by on Saturday, June 12th to the Black is Beautiful local pop-up market. And that's at The Case in St. Paul. And you can get more information about that at blackisbeautiful.org. Blackisbeautiful.org. Uh, there's an awesome uh, Black is Beautiful local pop-up market, Saturday, June 12th, with all these awesome entrepreneurs. And joining us right now is um, Kobe Gregory. Welcome to Food Freedom Radio. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to hear more about you. So uh, you're a high school student. That's Oh, actually, I just graduated, so not anymore. Not anymore. You moved on. <laughs> so tell us about your business. Um, so I started my business when I was a junior in high school, actually, right before the pandemic um, began. So my first pop-up was around February 1st. Um, I started my business originally to fund an HBC college tour that I was going on annually. And my mom had just recently quit her job. And so I kind of wanted to make it easier on my parents um, and find a way to help them out uh, so I can continue to go on this tour. Um, but unfortunately, uh, COVID soon came after that, and um, 
we had the the college tour got canceled and so we had quarantine and um well me and my mom have always been into aromatherapy and self-care and so um we really wanted to embody that and contain this and so during the um quarantine I attended a two-week financial camp and I built up my business to be able to fund for my college fund. <laughs> that is, that's awesome. So your product is called Love Kobe Co. And what type of products do you sell on that? I sell luxury candles. So nine ounce candles, uh, three ounce candles. Um, some are embellished with crystals and flowers. I sell bath salts, uh, bath bombs, and three-in-one room linen and body sprays. And I also spell uh, car, uh, car perfumes. New, those are new. Um, and, and what is that? I didn't quite yeah, in. Uh, what was that? Car, car perfumes. Oh, car. For the car. To make <laughs> yep, the car not smell. We smoke. just came up with car perfumes. Uh-huh. Yep, and uh, we also have snuffers and uh, little things like uh, matches, too. And so, um, and you'll be um, you'll be at this event on Saturday, June twelfth. Yep. Or uh, neither me or my mom, because I work at the kiosk on Thursdays through Sundays at Ridgedale. Oh, okay, cool. So, what has it been like starting your own business? Honestly, it's been super challenging balancing school and business and self care. But once you you know, master that. And honestly, I haven't yet. I'm well on my way. Uh, but it's kind of easier now since school has ended. I can really focus on my business. But it's really about managing those three and being able to balance those. Yeah, since high school is ending. that's uh, um, And so um, uh, so people can also support you online um, and, and at yep. the booth. So um, tell us about uh, what is your website and My website is Love Toby Co. And how'd you come we up with that actually, name? Um, well, um, <laughs> I mean, my name is Kobe. Uh, me and my mom were just thinking, and she, we were brainstorming, honestly, for a minute, and she just spat out Kobe Co. And we we're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a beautiful name, and I love that as a mother and so daughter much. type thing to do. I mean, yeah, what a fun... I, honestly, th- yeah. I would not have been able to get through any of this without my mom. She's my momager. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I mean, uh, some challenges, especially, I mean, how has COVID um, impacted the business? Um, honestly, COVID impacted the business in a way where, well, it impacted me for a minute because um, it was hard to you know, be without my friends and also do school and then also try and do a business. And so for a minute, my mom took over Mm -hmm. and it impacted that greatly around, especially around the holidays where it blew up and I had finals too. Um, But honestly, it impacted it in a positive way because we explored online and online service blew up because nobody was going outside and uh, people were more, you know, uh, using the internet a lot more, and so our online business uh, blew up positively because of COVID in that manner. And is it especially important to uh, support uh, Black and BIPOC businesses? Yes, honestly, um, COVID was a time for a lot of BIPOC businesses to, uh, you know, be created and blow up, and 
I think this time is really important to support those businesses. Because it's also, I mean, it's Black is Beautiful, but it's also about love. Yeah, honestly. And I feel like I would not be here without a lot of help from a lot of the small businesses. We've honestly come together as a group to support one another, to see each other succeed. Uh, It's such a beautiful story. Uh, What else would you Mm -hmm. like to share? Um, I just like to say support all your local small black businesses. <laughs> Continue to do that. And it's really a big help. Yeah, it is. And so now this event um, uh, is at the Case Market um, on uh, Saturday, June 12th from 11 to 4. Um, mm-hmm. What has that event been like for you? Honestly, I really love the energy there. It's really like it gives off like family energy honestly we're all supporting one another it's um it's just a really good opportunity to share products with a larger audience without you know the burden of you know additional expenses such as advertising and you know marketing and stuff like that it's you know communal it's communal collaborative and um it's a great impact um on you know other small businesses who you know, <laughs> you yeah, I, and I absolutely love that phrase, family energy, and we can yeah. have a whole Twin Cities, Minneapolis family energy. Um, and uh, again, there's a Black is Beautiful local pop up market Saturday, June 12th. Uh, you can get information at blackisbeautiful.org. Um, you can sign up in advance, but now that the mask mandate has been lifted, you can also just show up on uh, on Saturday, March 12th. Yep. Great. Thank you so much. Welcome back to Food Freedom Radio. I'm Laura Hedlund, a student of permaculture, a person who knows cheap food is not cheap, and a person who knows we all do better when we all do better. And there's this great pop-up, local pop-up market happening on Saturday, June 12th at The Case in St. Paul. You can get information and details at blackisbeautiful.org. They do like you to to make a reservation, um, but also now that the mask mandate has been lifted, you can just show up that Saturday, June 12th from 11 to 4. And with us right now is Charles fish, uh, Charles uh, Lovejoy. And uh, hi, w- welcome to Food Freedom Radio, Charles. Hi, Laura. Thanks, thanks for having me. Hey, thank you so much. So tell us about uh, Lovejoy's Bloody Mary Mix. Uh, well, <clears throat> Lovejoy's Bloody Mary Mix is a uh, locally made and handcrafted Bloody Mary mix uh, made with um, fresh fruits and vegetables, Um we uh, it's kind of a unique take on your classic Bloody Mary. Uh, we have uh, we do a little bit do it a little bit different. Uh, we start with a nice veg stock, uh, full of some I won't say everything that's in it, but some proprietary stuff. Some things that are a little different: we shiitake mushrooms, uh, mm. lemongrass, mm. and uh, it's all vegan and gluten free. So yeah. wow, yeah. So you won like best original mix from St. Paul Bloody Mary Festival. Yes, we did. We won the best original mix for People's Choice and Judge's Choice uh, two years in a row, actually, um, with uh, the Lovejoy's classic Bloody Mary mix. And then the next year we brought the Thai basil, which is uh, like a pho Vietnamese soup broth-based Bloody Mary beverage. Uh, Stuff is really good to cook with, too. We do a hot Mm. sauce also, so we're out here. Cooking with Bloody Mary mix. Now, that sounds like a really fun thing to do. Give me some recipes. (laughs) Oh man! I you gotta check the website. Check out the website www.lovejoysbrand.com. 
uh, I was told not to do the WW anymore. People. Oh, I know. I always do the WW, but that's all right. We're all <laughs> we're all the way we're meant to be. It shows, your, it shows your age, I think, when you start start with the WW. Yeah. Uh, but com. We have a bunch of recipes. My mother. Mama Lovejoy loves to uh, cook with the stuff. She has a bunch of stuff up there. But we eat, like, chili. It's great in chilies. Um, the Thai basil goes great with the, any kind of vegetable stock or any kind of soup stock you, you might think of because it has those pho notes. Um, the hot sauce goes great with anything. It goes great on eggs in the morning. It goes uh, The hot sauce is, is universal. And it's not so hot that it's, it's called burn your face, but it's not. it'll burn your face a little bit. You'll have a face when you're done. So. Yeah. Uh, um, so, um, how did you end up starting this? You were a thirty-year bartender. Yeah, I've been bartending around the Twin Cities for about thirty years, um, and you know, I'm, I'm honored to be on the show with all these creative people that invented these things. So, honestly, the only thing I did was take feedback from people and put it into a bottle. That's pretty much it. Like it, it was um, very much a crowdsourced thing. Like, and over time, it, it developed. You know, it. it uh, it came from hearing people talk about, oh, this Bloody Mary or whatever I made was too peppery and this one is too garlicky, and you just dial that in, and that's what that's what we came up with, our, our recipe. And I love your um, tagline, built by the community for the community. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So originally when we started bottling this stuff, my mother, who, is a, who, who has been in volunteer services her whole her whole career, um, she ran a nonprofit called uh, Family Place in St. Paul. It was a day center for homeless families, and I was looking for a way to use whatever you know skills, if you call them, uh, behind from behind the bar to to help fundraise for her. And one Christmas, we did uh, we started we bottled the the mix and you know just in the kitchen and. And gave it away for for prizes, and it was a hit, and uh, that kind of just got the ball rolling for for building a business. And is there any special challenges with being a business of color? Um, for sure, like this is being in the food business is hard enough. Um, I think that uh, being a person of color in the food business, it's, it, it creates a, another unique set of challenges. Just trying to cross over into other markets um, and not just be uh, not just be for black people or for whoever you know it's just trying to trying to mix them all together is is, uh, is always a challenge and then uh, just the doors that may or may not be open because of your color I, you know, I, I you know I know this is a challenging business and it's, and it's hard for everyone, uh, but you just sometimes wonder if it's even any harder, you know. Right, and just um, I, 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 there's great research out there that the best way to bridge um, any type of wealth gap is just to encourage people to own businesses, owning the economy, right. and then we can create a saner and kinder and funner economy at the same time. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, Tell us a little bit more about where people can get your products. I know you're going to be at the event on June 12th, but tell us about that. Yeah, so we'll be at the Black Businesses Beautiful Market, which is a wonderful event. Uh, you can go to lovejoysbrand.com, and we have a Where to Find Us a little tab where you just click on that. And we're in about 45, 50 uh, restaurants and liquor stores around the metro area, and we're trying to grow every day. So if you don't find us somewhere, please let them know. Cool. Yeah, and so um, has this been? is this more fun or is this more of a hassle starting a business? Oh man, um, tough question. <laughs> it's a little bit of both. 
<laughs> yeah. You know, working for yourself is, uh, is, uh, is you know, it's, a, it's fun and it's exciting. And it's like uh, one day, one day you you wonder if you're ever going to sell another item, and the next day you're like, how are you going to keep up? So it's uh, it's up and down, and it's uh, it's exciting and uh, challenging for sure, um, especially you know during the pandemic and whatever all the social un- you know change that is happening or hopefully change that is happening. Um, it's uh, it's an exciting time. That's for sure. But uh, I would I would have a new other way. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love it. And it's been wonderful um, listening to you, Charles Fish, with Love Joy's Bloody Mary Mix, uh, exclusive mix of the world's largest bloody beer ball and, uh, and uh, gold medal winner at the 2021 Dunkin' Dunk, Dunk Tomato Awards. Easy for me to say, huh? <laughs> we'll be right back. You're listening to Food Freedom Radio on AM 950. Welcome back to Food Freedom Radio, and we're talking about the Black is Beautiful local pop-up market on Saturday, June 12th at The Case. And for more information about that, um, and you can reserve a spot, though, now that the mask mandate has been lifted, you can just show up again. But to get more information on that is blackisbeautiful.org. And in studio right now with us is Tiana Thompson. Hi, Tiana. Hello. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks so much for coming. um, So tell us a little bit about your business. So my business is a black-owned hair care business. That's catered to the textured and curly head community. Um, I started this line, I want to say about about two years ago, two or three years ago. And it was based off of just the need, the need of the the community. It's a line that consists of everything from um, that supports moisture retention, shine, and growth, because those are the three areas within the black community that we struggle in. So I wanted to make mainly focus on those areas. Yeah, my my grandniece uh, is black, and mm-hmm. and so I, and I know um, and her mother's white, and dealing with her hair has mm-hmm. been a real problem. Yes, <laughs> I mean I can see a lot of tears and stuff because it can be so hard. It Tell, is for someone who's not familiar with those issues. What? Yeah, that is actually why. So my slogan originally was um, hair care that was catered to the black hair hair care, uh-huh. black community. And once coming to Minnesota, I realized there was a big community of biracial children. So that's why I added the uh, textured and curly head community because not uh-huh. not all curly hair is usually textured sometimes. Uh-huh. So with that, it it has been a challenge. And I've had many women come to me telling me the same thing. I have a granddaughter. I have a daughter. <laughs> you know, I just don't know what to do with their hair. It's, you know, I, I try to put in a ponytail. I try to put water in and when they say water I go <gasps> you go <gasps> yes because that n- no water <laughs> no water no water water is very drying okay very drying for for tech for curly hair very very drying we we need total opposite we need oils we need creams we need clusters and butters and we need to hold that we want to hold retention of moisture we need that in our hair versus the stripping of it Okay. So um, how did you come up with trying to start a business? That seems like a very daunting um, thing to do. (laughs) It is. I feel like I was trained my whole life for it. Um, When I was 22, I went natural. So between the ages of, oh, I don't remember, probably junior year in high school all the way up to... Uh, 22, I wore wigs, weaves, and braids. That's it. I mean, not even my dad saw my natural hair. And the moment I took my hair out of weave, I went straight into a braid, straight into a wig immediately. And I went through something in my life that said, you know what, I want to embrace who I am. So I took the risk. And being a black woman and embracing who you are, definitely with hair, is a huge risk. Like, it's 
it it sheds everything that society has ever told you of saying like you know you should have this look of being beautiful and we try to conform to that so saying that we are going to say hey I'm beautiful in my short my my textured my curly my my might be an afro might be a short afro a small afro I'm going to rock it and I'm going to love it and embrace who I am that's scary so I took that risk at 22 and I couldn't find any products like I know you're like probably there's tons in Target and there's tons in Sally's there's tons out there, but they're not built for our actual hair. A lot of companies will say, oh, um, you know, there's a product here for the curly community. But let's just say the owners behind it don't have the curly hair. It's trying. It's like trying to sell, you know, food. I'll come buy some hamburgers from me, and I work in a construction site. And you're like, well, how do you know how to do that if you don't? <laughs> you're not even, there's not even a kitchen in there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so um, I became a product junkie. I buy everything, everything. I mean, I'm still a product junkie to this day. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, uh-huh. it's like a, it's a habit. So I consistently always was at Target buying, 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 trying, trying, trying. And I realized there were seven products that I was using to do one thing that I desired. And I thought it was just, it, that's too many products to do one thing. So I got into the kitchen. I whipped up some stuff. I did some science. I talked to some chemists. I did all kind of fun things. And boom. The Human of Color. You have an absolute beautiful website. So uh, give Thank us the you. name of your website. and, and Yeah. The website is called thehumanofcolor.com. You can find me on social media on Facebook and Instagram at Human of Color Products. And, yeah. And so what type of response are you getting? Oh, largely amazing. I mean, Minnesota has been so kind to me. I will say they... <laughs> It's so much love out there. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's been great. Um, one big thing is because I'm really big in being in the community. It's part of my mission is giving back to the community and whatever that looks like. So I'm always part of, as we were talking about, the um, biz- Black Business Beautiful events that happen every Saturday, first, every second Saturday of the month. Second Saturday of the month. Yeah. As well as, I mean, multiple, multiple events. Sometimes you'll catch me at four or five events in a month. Yeah, November, December is one of my biggest, big, busiest times, and mm-hmm. I am in over... I think November right now, I'm booked at about nine shows. And I bet COVID's been really tough, though, hasn't it? Made it harder? <sighs> Interestingly, COVID has actually been beneficial in a way. For really? That. Yeah, because yeah, wow. I sew online. Mm-hmm. So it made it, it really didn't affect me in that way. I think I missed the interaction with my customers. That's what I did miss. Like, I used to be at the farmer's market interacting and being out there and, you know, shaking hands and talking and sharing. But I lost that interaction. But business-wise, it actually benefited in a way because everyone was like, well, I, want, I don't want to go to Target. I'm, you know, I don't want to go out in the public. I want to be able to buy my products online. And I want, you know, something that's natural. I want something that's handmade. I want something that's black-owned. And then boom. <laughs> and then you've actually been able to source some things from black-owned farmers. Absolutely. All, so all my ingredients, I try my best to keep all natural. And with these two hands that you see, I create every bottle that you touch. From the labels to looking at the avocados that I use and the oils and the Jehovah oils and the, I mean, it's everything. So I try my best to keep it within the black community. So I source, I look at like when I was doing my graphic designing, I looked at black graphic designers. When I was doing my bottling, I try my best to um, resource through black uh, merchants that way, as well as, like I said, the ingredients. I try to find black farmers out there. So, yeah. This is powerful. And because, I mean, there's this incredible um, wealth gap. And what a way to bridge Absolutely. it, right? It's just Absolutely. buying and selling from each other and having cool-looking hair. Yeah. <laughs> but natural. All natural. <laughs> 
So again, your website? The website is uh, thehumanofcolor.com. And social media, like I said, is on Facebook and Instagram at Human of Color Products. And you can email me there um, and you can DM me. I answer all my DMs, so you will get a personal response. So, yeah, come on over and check me out. And check out the blackisbeautiful.org market. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Food Freedom Radio, and we're talking about this wonderful event happening on Saturday, June 12th, blackisbeautiful.org, a pop-up market supporting black entrepreneurs. And joining us right now are the uh, two leaders, leaders of Kay'sRevolutionary.com, and they're talking about Stay Well Tonic. Welcome to Food Freedom Radio, Chef Kay and uh, Moriam. Hey, how you doing? Hello. Hey. Thanks for having us. Thank you. So tell us about um, your business. So we're K's Revolutionary Catering and More, um, and our second brand is K's Revolutionary Stay Well Tonic. It is a naturally sweetened ginger and turmeric drink that is served hot or cold. Uh, we like to look at it as the drink for rebels because it's good for you, but it tastes good. <laughs> so, yeah, and we all need to, more wellness right now. Absolutely. A good preventative, right? Trying to help keep the ward off the bad stuff. Cool. Um, So how did you start this business? Well, um, Mariam and I have been um, in the restaurant business for over 35 years and um, combined. And, um, you know, we we got together and we saw we saw a need, right, Um, for for fresh food, um, for food that... um, it is made with whole ingredients um, that is uh, is not necessarily healthy, but it's good for you, right? When you're incorporating whole foods, whole ingredients, um, and you know herbs and spices and things like that to create um, food that soothes your soul, um, and and that's that's pretty much how we got started. Mm-hmm. And how has COVID affected the business? I mean, it's been variable, just like everybody else in the country. You know, um, we've had our challenges and obstacles to overcome. Um, the Stay Well Tonic has definitely um, been, you know, rolling hard because people enjoy uh, the natural benefits that the ingredients offer. Um, so we've been able to maintain with that, and we're always optimistic looking at new ways to reinvent ourselves and, you know, make sure that we're still promoting the wealth of health, you know, at an affordable cost. Yeah, the wealth of health. I mean, health is wealth. Yes. Yeah, most definitely. And so tell us about this, uh, the Black is Beautiful local pop-up market. What a fabulous event. Um, We've been involved with that for several months now. Mm -hmm. Um, It is a host of very talented local Black-owned businesses that um, they are just so inspiring. Um, And the collaboration has um, afforded all of us the opportunity to meet new customers, to meet um, each other, to learn different ways that we can support each other, and to get the community involved in being able to understand what's going on um, that's not necessarily promoted on a more, uh, you know, commercial level. Yeah, and so um, are there special challenges of being a black-owned business? 
Of course there are. Yeah. Um, I think that any new business, there's always going to be challenges. Um, support is a big, big factor. And the one positive thing I can definitely say about being a, uh, well, we're a little bit, a little seasoned. We're about five years in, but um, when we were new, brand new, uh, the black community is overwhelmingly supportive and always make sure that they are sharing our posts and coming to our events and um, making sure that <clears throat> people are getting the word of mouth um, literature and information that they need. Um, so it's been very helpful in that way. Um, the community over in St. Paul has also, the Black and Beautiful organizers have been extremely um, supportive in trying to find ways, innovative ways to ensure that we are um, being exposed and, you know, uh, letting people just have the opportunity to see who, who all of us are. So, yeah, yeah, and it's... I know I, I heard a wonderful presentation years ago from Gary Cunningham about the importance of um, uh, encouraging black entrepreneurs to bridge this wealth gap that exists. Uh, having a business is 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 the American dream for a lot of people, but it's always not a it's not an easy thing either. Um, but it, is it is it also fun? It is um, actually really fun. Uh, like you said, uh, um, entrepreneurship is no easy feat, right, is no easy task. Um, however, you have to love what you do, um, and we love what we do, and we have a lot of fun, um, um, you know, promoting our business. I have a lot of fun creating um, the food that we, we um, you know, share to the community, with the community that, that is. And, yeah, it's, you know, because we're always jamming out, right? We have music in the background, creating an atmosphere to, um, you know, like I, I like to say, you know, whipping up magic. And, you know, yeah. so uh, that's, it is a lot of fun. It, and it, if I can add, you know, we do uh, free custom menu design in our catering sector and that autonomy to be able to use, you know, chef's creativity and mine and just be able to come up with really great recipes that appease and, are inclusive for all of the guests that are in the party. Um, that that's really extremely rewarding and fun for us. And again, your website is because people can order your catering from that website as well. That's correct. It's the letter K, S as in Sam. Dot revolution. Oh, excuse me. Let me start again. Yeah. The letter K, S, revolutionary. Dot com. Right, ksrevolutionary.com. And, and revolutionary, why revolutionary? Well, we are reinventing the wheel in some respects because um, what we know to be true is that we're not getting necessarily what we pay for. And so for us, we're trying to normalize healthy eating. So it's not healthy, it's just food. Mm-hmm. And so that's what, yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. I love what you just said there. It's not necessarily healthy food. It's just plain food. And all food can be healthy. And that would be a revolutionary concept. So I thank okay. you so, I thank you so much, ksrevolutionary.com. And uh, we will see you at the uh, Black is Beautiful local pop-up market on Saturday, June 12th.
Welcome back to Food Freedom Radio. I'm Laura Hedlund, and we're talking about blackisbeautiful.org, a local pop-up market, uh, Saturday, June 12th at the Case in St. Paul. It's actually the second Saturday of every month. Um, and it's a, it's a wonderful market of, uh, black and BIPOC owned businesses, um, creating a new economy that's more loving, I think. I think that's where, but, and joining us right now is Sonia, Sonia Richardson. And hi, welcome to Food Freedom Radio. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks so much. Tell us about your business. So my business is um, a uh, seafood sauce. And I, and over the last, you know, few months of being able to share this um, sauce with the public um, and community, um, I feel like it should be SEE food. Because honestly, it is a sauce that can be used um, with just about anything. So it's a it's a savory uh, butter based sauce um, that is made to heat and serve. So it's a way of cooking that's easy. You... <laughs> it, it's it's an accessory to your cooking. You can cook with it, or you can use it as a dipping sauce. You can use it as a glaze. Um, you can marinate with it. So it serves. Um, a multitude of um, purposes. And how did you start this business? So this business was just started from uh, me being creative in the kitchen. Um, I don't know if you guys remember years ago, um, the Food Network was real popular. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, you know, you had, you know, Emerald and, you know, a host of other programs and so um my husband and I between the both of us we have seven kids and seven most kids. of them are adults and out of the household. Uh-huh. But it was it was always um you know kind of the same meals that we would have all the time. And so I would experiment and try different things. And so this sauce has been a sauce that I've been working on for a number of years. Um in fact I do have other sauces but this is the one that is probably most universal and so I thought I'd start with this one. Because now that my kids are older, most of them and out of the home, they're always calling, Mom, can you please make that sauce for me and my friends? And we love it. And, and then it dwarfed into, hey, you know, Mom, you should probably sell this sauce. So I thought, you know what? Um, the time is now. It is a passion of mine. And so uh, out from that came uh, Sauces by Salsa. Okay. And so people can also order this online. So what's your website? So the website is Sauces. By Soso, and that is plural. And that's S-O-S-O. Um, and you will yep. be at the uh, the Black is Beautiful local pop-up market on Saturday, June 12th. That is my plan. Cool. And so um, tell us how you might use one of these sauces. What, what, give so us th- right now, yeah, absolutely. So right now I have three different flavors. I have a kind of the original, which is a sweet and spicy. I also have a sweet and fire. And then there is a uh, herb and butter uh, zesty flavor sauce. Again, these are all made uh, heat um, to heat and serve. So um, if you have, say, for example, a seafood boil and you want a nice buttery dipping sauce, you would either put it in a pot, put it in a microwavable safe bowl, heat it. It's a butter sauce. So you want, you know, you want it warm and dripping and, and then you use it as a dipping sauce. Or again, you could cook with it um, you could also marinate with it. So if you're going to uh, prepare, say, even some chicken or pork or even beef and you want to grill it, you could use it 
to kind of marinate and then baste it as you're cooking with it. Um, there's also um, there's also feedback that I've been getting from folks that um, they're actually like putting it in the oven, right? So like with baked chicken, baked salmon. Um, so again, a multitude of ways and how it can be used. And um, so tell us about this um, local pop-up market, um, Black is Beautiful. How, how important are these events for your business, for getting out there? Wow, it has been instrumental for me. Um, this is um, my first um, sort of self-made business that um, I've been doing. And so the network of people um, across the many different types of businesses um, the opportunity to network with them and, and um, share ideas and just, you know, learn about their stories has been um, very um, helpful for me. Um, I mean, I've, I've connected with a few of the business owners and we, we talk on a regular basis. Um, so I've developed friendships from there and it's just been an awesome experience. Um, I've had repeat customers come back because I've been here uh, attending this event for several months now. And so it's really awesome to get the, the feedback. Like you know, I'm always a little bit nervous when someone purchases it because I want them to love it, right? Because it comes from a place of love. I want them to love it. And then um, you get the feedback at, you know, at the next visit. And they're like, it's awesome. I use it this way. I use it that way. And that is just, um, it's a great way to get that direct customer feedback. So, I mean, it's just been amazing from start to finish. Um, uh, that, I, I, love, I love that. You know, that so, and we're down to our last minute. Anything else you'd like to share? Um, I would just like to share. I am so grateful um, to the people who put on the uh, Black Business is Beautiful event. Um, I, I didn't know the, the hidden treasures I would find there, and I'm just so grateful. And I, I thank all of the community support for the folks coming out and hope that they continue to come out. And, uh, again, you can purchase uh, the sauces at uh, saucesbysoso.com. Awesome. Well, I thank you so much for um, for being with us, um, Sonia Richardson, and um, thank you for listening. And Saturday, June twelfth, um, the Black is Beautiful. You can get to, uh, it's at the Case in St. Paul. More information at blackisbeautiful.org. Um, and it's the second Saturday of the month. Let's go out and buy and sell from each other and buy and sell with love, right? With love and uh, alive with who we are. So have an awesome weekend, um, and thank you for listening.